This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Steelers Rams coming your way on Sunday on DVE and ESPN Pittsburgh. I'll be part of the pregame show. Make sure you're listening at noon. On DVE, I'll be on with Matt Williamson and Dale Lolly. Joining me right now to talk about it from a Rams perspective here on the Breakfast with Ben's podcast at Shrib Live. I've known him for 30 years. You've known him for years from the NFL Red Zone, the NFL Network. And he's also the preseason play-by-play voice of the Rams, my good friend Andrew Siciliano. Andrew, great to catch up with you again. We've had you on the podcast before to talk about the NFL in general, but not Rams specifically. It's great to bring you on and have a familiar voice to talk about Los Angeles a little bit. Wait, oh, well, hold on. It's great to talk to you, but the idea that it's been 30 years is like bonkers. I'm, I'm doing that math in my head, and I'm sorry I cut you <laughs> off, and I'm sure, but like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, 30 years. We're old, dude. Yeah, it's been a long time since we were coming down to see uh, Curtis Martin run all over Syracuse when he was at Pitt <laughs> at the old stadium. Do you remember that game? I, I do. I think... Uh, yeah, you you gave us kind of the grand tour. I think we did like the old, hey, look, kids, it's the wall at Forbes Field kind of thing and did like the whole tour and and uh, had Permani Brothers. And um, yeah, I think there might have been some alcohol involved on that student road trip as well. <laughs> That's right. I think we went to uh, some of the bars right along Forbes Avenue there, if I remember. Maybe. Yes. I don't think I really gave you the tour of Forbes Field so much as that's where Pitt made us park, um, as I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Well, listen, man, it's great to have you on. How long have you been doing the Rams now? Um, since St. Louis Day, so back uh, back since 2011, believe it or not. 
So I'm watching them from a distance and, you know, kind of keeping an eye, knowing that the Steelers are going to play them after the bye week. And I didn't think much of the Rams coming into this season, but I've got a real high opinion about how they've managed to get to 500 without many superstars beyond Donald on defense. And now that Cup is back along with Nakua, I like what I'm seeing on offense. Uh, What sort of gauge did you have of them back in August? And how do you think their performance so far for the first six? I would love to say I told you so. I, I don't know that I could, but what I can say is what we said during training camp and what the Rams firmly believed all summer, and that is if they can keep Matthew Stafford upright, that they had enough weapons, and with revamping the run scheme in the offense, less wide zone, more gap stuff, more power, get bigger offensive linemen, especially in the middle, especially they receive Avi Lab, the second-round pick, that they firmly believed that they could score points and stay competitive. Um, Could the defense do its part? That was my big question. But a lot of people just laughed when we said, no, 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 no. Keep Matthew upright. He is going to be healthy, and they are going to score points. People just couldn't believe it. But if you go back to last year, and this is not excuse-making, I kind of look at it, I like to phrase it, it's an explanation, not an excuse. The Rams played 13 different O-line combinations the first 13 weeks of 2022. And that wasn't because they were trying to find effective pieces. It was because they didn't have healthy pieces. They were losing an offensive lineman a game. And it was unsustainable. And Stafford took a beating, multiple injuries. They eventually shut him down. And then you shut Cooper Cup down. And then you shut Aaron Donald down. Those two legitimate injuries. Cooper needed surgery. And it just fell apart. All the pieces weren't pieces. They felt, again, that if they could stay healthy, the offense would be fine. The story here for this team, in my eyes, is the defense. Is that they are piecing it together with Aaron Donald and with Ernest Jones and a bunch of parts that nobody knows. And they're getting big contributions from a rookie like Byron Young, who wears number zero, who is going to be an issue for Dan Moore or whomever is playing left tackle. And they're piecing it together with young DBs. The third oldest guy on this defense is former Steeler Akella Witherspoon. <laughs> no, the second, the second oldest guy on this defense behind Aaron Donald is Akella Witherspoon. So, Think about that, and and they're making it work. Do you mean Akello Revis or Akello Blunt, the way he's been playing since he went out there? I mean, look, he was beaten um, by Hollywood Brown first quarter down the sideline, and he recovered and, and knocked it away. Fourth quarter, when they're teeing off and Josh Dobbs has to throw because they're down big, he almost had two picks. Uh, he is playing really, really well. And believe it or not, they, they had him circled as – a veteran presence who was a lock to make the team and a guy in camp that they saw as as somebody that could help lead a DB room that had nothing but first and second year guys. And he's lived up to it. Dotson's playing really well too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's the highest rated guard so far. I believe, I don't know if it's right guards or all guards. Um, And he didn't even play early on because they got him late, obviously, at the cutdown day. Um, the, the offensive line, again, has stayed healthy for the most part. I mean, Joe Nopum got banged up again. They had to have some issues at left tackle, but but Alaric Jackson's back playing left tackle, and the rookie Steve Avila has been lights out. Um, it is a bigger offensive line than it has been in the past with Jackson at left tackle, with the two left side pieces. And, um, look, they're still going to run wide zone, but the way Pukunakua is playing, people talk about his number of receptions. Watch him do all the dirty work in the run game, the motions. Uh, He's really playing the Robert Woods role from a couple of years ago, and now that Cooper Cup is back, 
Um, the offense is is clicking. I mean, there there are a couple of throws that Matthew made last week, and, and this is the case every week, where you just go like, holy bleep. Um, if that ball isn't perfect, it's a pick. Yet they're perfect. Um, he's he's put he's put on a clinic at times this year. Andrew Siciliano with us. So from the offensive line perspective, then I know they run a lot of eleven. Of course, um, I know mm-hmm. Higby goes out in a lot of passes. So are they entrusting the tackles to just win one-on-one battles? And how's that going to go against Highsmith and Watt? Do you think? Okay, so they're actually running a lot more twelve this year, and that was they still do run a lot of eleven, but they are running a lot more twelve. That was kind of um, the card that that Sean McVay kept hidden all summer long. He didn't really show it in a joint practice much. Um, he never showed it in a preseason game, but but the offseason plan was go more towards 12th. Now, there have been some injury issues. Hunter Long hasn't been healthy. Uh, Davis Allen, the kid from Stanford, has has uh, had to step up. No, I'm sorry, from Clemson has had to step up and, and have a bigger role. Um, and a lot of that, that motion from Puka, in essence, he becomes the second tight end because he's such a huge part of the run game. But Tyler Higby, if you look at the – the second half, especially when they came out of the gates in the second half and ran eight consecutive times before the touchdown pass to Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby on that drive was huge in the run game. I think it's a concern this week, however, if you're going to chip, if you're going to use it back, because their their backfield is a mess right now. And they're going to have to elevate Royce Freeman off the practice squad. Ronnie Rivers is down. Kyron Williams, who ran so well, is down. I think blitz pickup is a huge storyline in this game. So do you see them just saying, okay, Matthew, throw it 40 or 45, or like because they did have some success, they have been having some success running, they'll still try to do it regardless of who the back is? Yeah, no, they have to run. I I think they truly have to run. Um, Now, look, Sean will tell you that he goes into lots of games saying, I'm going to run, 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 and then he looks up, he's thrown it 45 times. That's kind of what happened last week. He got to the locker room and and he went, wait a minute, I've only run it like, what, five times? Are you bleeping kidding me? And that's my fault. I'm an idiot. And then they came out, ran eight consecutive times. And you saw, you know, Kyron was – was was blowing guys up um i think he still does need to run because that was meant to be the identity of this team from day one but um look i mean if he thinks if he thinks the quick game's the way to go um i i I, i'm not going to tell sean McVay what to do but uh yeah i mean the running was supposed to be the dna this year to get back beyond donald how are they performing defensively? We talked about Witherspoon a little bit. How about the linebackers and the rest of the defensive front? So Christian Roseboom had a, a pick last week, his first career pick. That's a career special teams player that was kind of thrust uh, into a starting job this year with Bobby Wagner back in Seattle. They're really happy mostly, I would say, with the young pieces on the front seven. It's a big loss, especially when it comes to run defense, and I think you saw that last week without 95, Bobby Brown. Um, third-year guy from AM who got hurt in the Eagles game, and he's going to be out a while. Kobe Turner, who's a third-round pick out of Wake, has played really well. Um, I mean, he's got really good pursuit side to side. But the, the pass rush, um, it's it's they're making it happen with a bunch of who's he guys. I mean, Byron Young, again, rookie who they love. But like O'Shane Mathis is a rookie wearing 32. Um, he just got healthy last week for the first time. Um, you know, Van Valkenburg is, is a guy they claimed off of waivers on cutdown day at the end of 22 from the Raiders, and it was a practice squad guy all year. He got a sack two weeks ago. Um, 
they're making it work. Let's put it that way. It's probably not the strongest area on their defense. And there's a concern this week as well. And here's another one I think you have to circle. Darian Kendrick, I would assume, is not going to play by the time you guys play this on game day. We'll know by then. But he was arrested Sunday night here. It's yeah. a gun charge. Uh, and that's kind of hanging to the air. As of Wednesday, he's not practicing. So I can't imagine he plays. And then the question becomes, what do you do there at the other starting corner? Um, do you put Duke Shelley out there, who's a bit of a journeyman? Um, do you put Trey Tomlinson out there, uh, who's a rookie, who's the nephew of Ladanian, who is a feisty you-know-what, but he is about my size. So, I mean, if that's the case, you're not putting him on George Pickens. That's going to be Witherspoon. Um, but, the, you know, I, Kenny Pickett's going to go at him. Back to Young. I was watching some highlights of him against the Bengals. It looked like they had him on both sides. You mentioned specifically him being over the left tackle. Is that where he tends to live and they only move him occasionally? No, he, he actually played over both last week. It's a okay. good eye by you. Um, he, he got pressure. I think he got a sack uh, working on the right side against the left tackle. And then on the final drive of the game, I noticed it. I don't know if I had missed it earlier, but the final drive of the game, or rather in the fourth quarter, he had flipped and he was on the left side against the right tackle there. So, Look, they're going to move him around a little bit. They think his speed, he ran like a 4-4-3 at the combine. And the guy is, the guy is ridiculous. Um, they think his speed is is obviously, you know, it's like a lot of rookie pass rushers. You have one thing you do really well, and you don't develop all the tools in your bag until a little bit later. But he certainly has the speed. And traditionally, um, the edge guy opposite Aaron Donald here, whether it's Sante Fowler or Leonard Floyd or whomever, has done really, really well. So far, he's taken advantage. Michael Hoyt's taken advantage, 97 as well. He's a crazy story, Tim. He, so, I mean, he's an Ivy League defensive tackle, like hand-in-the-dirt guy who always, you know, was off the chart in terms of athleticism, but he was a tackle. And last year when they had so many injuries, like week 11 in Kansas City, they had no bodies left. And they told them early in the week, hey, hey you want to play edge this week in, Can- in Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes? And they basically taught him the position week 11 of last year. And offseason, he dropped all this weight. They told him he was going to move there permanently. Uh, th- again, laugh all you want. It tells you about the salary cap issues. Michael Hoyt with half a season, came into training camp this year as their most experienced stand-up outside 3-4 backer. Wow. <laughs> most experienced. Wow, that's um, – I'm trying to think of an equivalent for the Steelers. I think I saw them in recent years maybe get down to something like that along the offensive line or maybe a cornerback. But, uh, yeah, as far as outside linebackers go. So, like, you know, when I look at the front seven, I mean, obviously it's got to start with Donald. Is Donald still Donald from what you're seeing? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Look, they're going to double team him. Um, everyone does. They're going to triple team him. Everyone does. Um, he he really took it upon himself this year in camp. He was not happy with the way his season ended. I mean, it ended on injured reserve, but just the way he played in general last year. Um, and and the Rams double and triple teamed him in camp this year, which is something they had really never done. I mean, they, they slid to him in camp. Um and he admitted it frustrated him at first, but he's like, I got to get better. And I remember we're standing there in camp and he said that. And, and I followed up with, wait a minute, you have to get better. He's like, no, I wasn't good enough last year. I'm like, really? It's like, no, not at all. And I, I think that drive um, 
I mean, Aaron Donald's clearly a leader, and it's like you're playing with a Hall of Famer for all these kids. But I think when he is the hardest worker, as cliche as that sounds, it's really elevated the play of these kids. I saw him, Andrew, this year, um, just to give you like the lay of the land where we are on the south side because they share the facility with Pitt. And, of course, right. you know, you've got the big workout facility named after him on the Pitt side of the building. During, I think it was like somewhere around the draft, sometime in the offseason anyway, he was working out in the indoor facility with a bunch of other players, uh, some recent draft choices and whatnot, and he had one of those ropes on him, the tension ropes, mm-hmm. and he broke the rope. Like, he snapped yep. the rope, and it was just laying there. It's because we saw him working out. We went and did our stuff on the media side because we're in that indoor facility. We come out about 20 minutes later. They had gone to shower up or get lunch or whatever, and it just there was this destroyed, tethered rope displayed out on the AstroTurf after what he had done to it. It was it was amazing seeing him work out by himself. Yeah, there, there was a, 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 not to match that story, but but just to show you how hard he works, um, there, there was a, a day in training camp this year where, um, you know, early on individual work, they're hitting the sled and, and he's first one up and hit the sled. And uh, Eric Henderson, the Rams D-line coach, pulled him aside and I, look, I, I couldn't hear it all but basically he thought he hit the sled too high and you know basically was was giving him uh, some coaching on that rep and you could see Aaron like make a face like really and then all the everyone else went through and the horn sounded time to move on to the next drill and he got back down there and gave it one last rep because he wanted to leave it perfect and he he basically destroyed the sled (laughs) so um when that guy is setting an example every day again it's kind of cliched um it's going to help now is is it going to help you know week in week out you can see that result no i mean you're going to lose some games as well um, i i i think they feel well i don't know that i haven't been in the building this week I, I i know they feel good coming off of last week because it was much like the seattle game week one in which their defense was dominant in the second half I mean, the Seahawks week one, and it seems like a year ago now, they're two very different offenses and teams and venues. I mean, they were in Seattle. But the Seahawks game week one, they had, the Seahawks did, had 12 yards in the second half. And nine of those 12 yards came when Pete Carroll, with 10 seconds left, refused to take a knee and and ran for nine. So they really had, they only allowed three yards for all intents and purposes in the second half to the Seahawks. And it kind of felt like that last week as well final minute with Andrew Siciliano Cooper Cup I keep asking Steelers players and coaches about him and the response is well he's bigger than you think he's faster than you think he's stronger Mm -hmm. than you think so which of those things do I think should I think he's better at (laughs) which of those attributes is he most positively uh, underrated do you think um I don't know how you could underrate him in anything I would just say he is as polished a route runner as there is in football. And, and I think Mike Tomlin, if you go back to Tomlin's uh, comments on Tuesday, somebody asked about him, like, how do you, like, how do you deal with him? Or how do you shut him down? And if I recall, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said something like, well, you don't, I mean, he's going to make plays no matter how well you, you play him kind of like TJ Watt, no matter how well you play him and worry about him and, and circle him, you know, in meetings all week, he is still going to make plays that, that speaks to how good he is. Um, you're not going to shut him down. And just look at his two games back. I mean, I think he had 100 yards um, in the first half in each of his two games back this year, maybe 95 
week uh, week five against Philly and then over 100 last week. So, I mean, obviously that, that shows you uh, the Eagles and the Cardinals. I guarantee you had a plan, and that plan early on did not work. Well, Andrew, thanks a lot for doing this, man. It was great catching up. Uh, again, congratulations on the radio call on the Browns side last weekend as well. I know that had to be that a big fun. moment yeah. for you. Uh, for folks who don't know, you grew up a Browns fan. I know you do the NFL Network stuff. You're impartial. You're all 32 teams. You do the preseason stuff for the Rams. But I know you as a kid who grew up rooting for the Browns. That had to be such a thrill to get a game-winning moment like that. I listened yeah. to the call. You sounded fantastic. Thank I'm proud. You, of, I'm proud of you. Every time I see you on the NFL Network, I was proud of you in that moment too, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed listening to it. Tim, uh, those are very kind words. Thank you. I love you, man. I will be there. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe I'll be there uh, when the Steelers go to Cleveland. Honestly, I have no idea. But yeah, it's like the 19th or 26th of uh, yeah. one of those two weeks in November. Whatever yeah. it is. Hopefully, hopefully uh, we can connect then. And um, yes, Steelers fans. I would say I do my damnedest to stay impartial. I'm absolutely <laughs> impartial. But Steeler fans on social media do not think I am in any way impartial, for better or for worse. <laughs> Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network, preseason voice of the Rams as well here in the breakfast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Ben's podcast.